Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. I've been very fortunate to speak with many talented musicians over these last few years, one of them being my father-in-law, Paul Doobie, back in February of 2020. As you hopefully heard in that episode, Paul is an accomplished musician, booker, and music educator. Uh, But one thing you didn't hear was how his father, Paul Doobie Sr., was a master accordion player and educator as well. Paul Doobie Sr. passed away on July 4th of this year after a hard-fought battle with cancer. So what I have for you on this mini-episode is a clip of Paul Doobie Jr. talking about the skill his father had and what it was like balancing a third-shift job in a mill and being a working musician in the 60s to support the family. I hope you enjoy, and please listen to the end, uh, where you'll be able to hear some recordings of Paul Sr., playing the songs Waltz Allegro, followed by Sunny Skies. I would say that all the music in our family branched from the music that my father had and, and passed down, directly okay. or indirectly. Yeah. Um, like what kind of stuff? He was a musician. He, he played accordion. In his day, it, accordion was, was a cooler thing. Um, Don't tell and, Alec Gregg for now. What was cool again? But you know, there was a period of time, um, and and people like my father would probably uh, credit or blame Lawrence Welk with that. Given oh, really? That that and the Beatles. You know, Lawrence Welk being the symbol of how square the accordion is. Yeah. And the Beatles on rock and roll, the River Surgeons. You know, making it pretty clear that accordion was not where the future was guitars mm-hmm. were where the cool music was yeah so um but in his day i mean he picked it up by choice practiced by choice i you know i remember him telling me the story that he was taking uh, lessons from uh tony and briglio he's the guy that owned the studio that where i took lessons and that my father taught yeah um and where the, was that later on in fall river in downtown yeah, okay. but i remember my father t- he just told me the story recently that uh this, this, the song Malaguena. This was wow. something that my father had heard and said, boy, I'd love to play that someday. And he asked Imbriglio, you think I'm ready for that? And he said, sure. And he gave him the music. My father said he ran home from his lesson to go home and start working on that song. You know, wow. yeah. so that's a willing music student. Yeah. Uh, which, which made him the player that he was. So he was a terrific player. Yeah. So my, introduction to accordion wasn't by choice my father was a teacher so yeah here take a music take accordion lessons okay. i didn't latch on to the way my father did now what was he playing was he playing in bands as well he was playing standards yeah so my okay. father he you know um he, t- he took three jobs to just kind of keep up you know be the family of three and and, and all of that to, to live in a third floor apartment fall river you know yeah so it was a lot of work but he worked third shift in a knitting mill in Fall River. Yeah. Fall River knitting mills. Um, so third shift started on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Sun- Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday and Saturday, he played in the band every Friday and Saturday. Wow. And then some afternoons and Saturdays, uh, teach kids to play accordion or try to teach kids to play accordion. <laughs> 
he would teach them whether or not they learned. That's right. Whether they were That's receptive right. of it, you know. So, you know. And were you one of those people? Was I was one of those people or? who was not one of his star students, yeah. much to his disappointment, I'm sure. Yeah. He had some terrific students. Um, it, yeah, I love the music. Music was always in the house. Um, mm-hmm. The kind of music he had in the house generally centered around Frank Sinatra. Okay. You know, um, so, uh, but his playing was standards um, or, or whatever the dance music was at the time. So when he played out every Friday and Saturday night, it was it was the dancing. Yeah, okay. So his band, um, the band I remember the most, his most steady band was was called the Stafford Trio. Yeah. So him on accordion, um, someone on sax, someone on drums, and the drummer also was the vocalist. And they would book gigs that were steady gigs. You'd play in this club for a period of months or something. Okay. So every Friday and Saturday, people would go out, and it would be a steady crowd. They'd go out, they'd have dinner, and they'd dance. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have your standards. And then you'd have to keep up. You had to, you know, add contemporary songs, whether you liked them or not, yep. you know, as any working band would have to do today yeah, to, yeah. to be able to do requests. Um, and as much as you might hate the Holy Gully, you needed to know the Holy Gully and okay. the standard dances that you would be required to play at weddings and functions and stuff like that. Yep. So, so aside from all of those jobs, there would also be whatever weddings came up, you know, New Year's Eve, uh, you know, those special occasions. Yeah, okay. And like roughly what year was this then? He was performing. Um, well, I think he started when I was, I think he probably started that when I was probably about five or six years old. And, it, and it, you know, I just learned this from talking to him recently that it wasn't why he played accordion. He oh, played no. accordion because he wanted to play accordion. Wow. He played in bands to make money. Yeah. And I'm not saying he hated it because I was, I had the good fortune to be old enough in my early teens that my mother took me out mm-hmm. a couple of times to see my father. So it was nice to be able to see that because I didn't see him play at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could really respect, I mean, he was really good, you know? So the way those guys played, and I've got some of his old fake books, these fake books, these big thick things would just be a collection of songs. Every page would have three or four songs oh, okay. and it would be the bare bones. Here's your melody and here's the chords. Yeah. So you'd have to be able to read them on the spot, but you'd also have to be able to transpose them on the spot. So here's the song. Yeah. It might be written in B flat, but this person's going to sing it in E flat. Okay. And so you got to nail it on the spot. Yeah. And as an accordion player, I mean, there's no place to hide. No more accordion <laughs> players can't slip a clammy note through and get away with it. You know, yeah. <laughs> a because it's a very present instrument, and B because it's just a stripped down trio you know there's yeah. no place to hide so you had to be that good wow. and he was that good yeah so um yeah so it was a different style so yeah um he did that but really i think he, he probably would have would have been happy staying home by himself playing classical music on, you know the, the most challenging just to challenge himself really yeah um yeah That's you know so the giving of lessons and the playing out was, was more a function of yeah things to do to support the family yeah because as you can imagine you know, and knitting milk. I don't know what they paid, but, you know, it wasn't necessarily uh, a living wage for a family of five. Okay. Yeah, I've got you.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. 